You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. This is Dr. Phil Klein. Today we'll be discussing the advantages of using sealants on your patients and some of the top sealant solutions that are currently available. Our guest is Dr. Jeanette McLean, a diplomat of the American Board of Pediatric Dentistry, an internationally recognized expert and advocate for silver diamine fluoride, commonly referred to as SDF, and minimally invasive dentistry. She lectures extensively across the United States and Canada, and her webinars are viewed in 39 countries. Dr. McLean has been published in various journals and publications and has been featured twice in the New York Times. Dr. McLean, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So in regard to the scenarios, the different clinical scenarios that sealants are used, can you go over that and kind of guide us through the path that you take when you decide whether or not to use a sealant on a particular patient? Yeah, sure. So as a pediatric dentist, of course, sealants are incredibly uh, big part of my practice uh, because prevention is, is so important for, for children and, and teens. Um, so we do quite a few sealants, actually. <laughs> uh, so generally speaking, if the patient has high caries risks, of course, they're a great candidate for sealants. Um, the anatomy of the tooth is a, a big consideration. Uh, in particular, if the grooves are fissured, and I can tell that uh, even a good brusher, it, you know, the, the toothbrush bristles aren't necessarily going to get into those fissures and, and clean out the, the food and debris. Um, so those are, are really the two main reasons that we would uh, suggest uh, placing a sealant. And do you look at the patient's history, dental history also, and evaluate their uh, risk factors? With, with yes, caries. absolutely. So that, that goes into the caries risk aspect. So, you know, if there's a history of, of decay or if there's poor oral hygiene, uh, et cetera, then uh, we are going to be recommending sealants. So it's not something that's done for every kid, like every child walking in the door with deep grooves? Uh Personally, I recommend it for everybody. Okay. <laughs> but I, I, I recognize that that's taboo because, because truth be told, there are some teeth that are naturally quite smooth, although that is rare. <laughs> why would it be taboo to put a sealant in as a preventative uh, because measure? That's why I do them on basically everyone. But it, you know, there, there is sort of this attitude out there that like you shouldn't automatically do anything. <laughs> that's true. No, that's so, true. okay. <laughs> so, but but if so, if you have it's a like, patient, what what child do you not struggle with brushing and well, diet right. and hygiene? I mean, give me a break. Like everybody deserves sealants, right? <laughs> right. That's it. That's exactly what yeah. I'm thinking. And again, I'm a I'm an endodontist retired, so that's not yeah, my specialty. Yeah. But you know, based on the compliance of young kids. You know, you're not going to get kids running to the bathroom twice a day to brush their teeth carefully. And um, even if you do, I mean, we get parents that are like, oh, she loves to brush. They brush for five minutes if they're not always doing it correctly. Right. And that doesn't change the anatomy of their teeth. It doesn't change their diet. If the kids are eating goldfish and gummy vitamins and they have fissured grooves, you bet they're going to be at risk for, for caries. And, and sealants are, are one of the most effective tools we have as, as dentists to help prevent decay by about 80%. You can reduce uh, the incidence of caries if, if you're placing sealants. Right. And that's a great point. It, it is true. As as clinicians, you just can't make a blanket statement, say, we're going to do this on everybody. But mm -hmm. um, I'm glad we went through the preliminary <laughs> differential diagnosis part. And then we went yes. ahead and said, yeah, pretty much everybody. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's good to know. What are the advantages of glass ionomer sealants over resin sealants? Well, 
the biggest advantage is the fact that the, it's more than just a physical barrier. You know, the, the conventional resin sealant is essentially like gluing plastic to a surface and, and providing a barrier so that food and, and biofilm don't be, build up in, in the fissures, right? Um, but that's basically it. You know, there's no redeeming qualities to resin or, 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 or plastic. Um, and the the problem with, with resin is in time as acid in the biofilm acts at the, at the surface where it's bonded to the tooth, it, it inevitably breaks down and you have micro leakage underneath it where you could then get decalcification and, and caries. Now, on, on the opposite hand, with glass ionomer, it's actually a, a legitimately bioactive material where it it's not only providing a barrier, it's also like medicine for the enamel, where it's releasing minerals that enhance the acid resistance of the tooth surface. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. So there's something going on chemically with the glass exactly. enamel. It's kind of recharging the tooth a little bit. as they Precisely. Say. Yeah. Yes. When you brush with a fluoride toothpaste, it's going to, to recharge the fluoride ions. In some cases, if the resin sealant is used and it starts to break down and it's not taken care of properly, could that be worse than not having Absolutely. a sealant at all? And, and I, I would imagine that you as an endodontist have seen that many times where uh, there's been caries even into the pulp under a, a leaking uh, sealant. So that that's simply not the case with the glass ionomer sealant because you know, retention of the sealant material when it's glass um, is not conditional for caries prevention, which is really quite uh, astonishing. <laughs> right, Whereas, right. you know, if you if you chip or lose a resin sealant, that is associated with caries, but that, that's not the case with glass ionomer because of the, uh, the bioactive component and the mineral release component. So it's making the enamel more acid resistant, so it's less likely to get caries. And even when it, it, it wears over time, it's still actually down in the fissured grooves acting as a fluoride reservoir. Yeah, and what is the frequency of changing out those sealants using glass ionomer? Honestly, I go with a feel. You know, if the if I've placed glass ionomer and let's say you, it's worn enough, like that the mouth is such an acidic environment that perhaps it's worn away, if I can still feel that the grooves are are smooth, I I won't reapply it. Uh, but you you know, it, it's up to you. With with resin, we were typically reapplying them when it was allowed <laughs> mm -hmm. by the insurance because inevitably with the kids chewing ice or chewing on suckers or candy canes, you know, they were breaking off chunks of their resin sealant and we would have to add to the sealant to repair it. So which sealant material do you prefer? And and tell us why you do, you do prefer a particular sure. material. So my personal preference is for triage, which is made by GC America. Um, and GC America is actually celebrating their 100th, 100th, 100th <laughs> anniversary next year. So I think there's a lot to be said for a company that has been making glass ionomer for a century, where they've really perfected the art of, of a high-quality glass ionomer sealant product. Um, so that that's what we use. Yeah, that's a long time, 100 years. <laughs> I didn't know that's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, well, they've been around 100 years, but glass yeah. ionomer hasn't, has it? They've been making glass ionomer for 100 years. Wow, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Kind of um, crazy, huh? Yeah, it sure is. So basically, uh, you, you talked about triage, which is a glass ionomer-based sealant. Mm -hmm. Tell us some of the advantages of Recaldin technology 
And so, I know, you know, I know we have, um, we're familiar with Recaldon technology in, I believe, MI Paste, right? MI Paste, yes. So that's another product we carry as well, actually, for, for prevention. Uh, but recently, they've actually enhanced the product, the triage sealant, by adding in the recaldent technology as well. Uh, so the new version is called Triage EP, which stands for Enhanced Protection. We already knew that there was the fluoride release with the glass animal sealant, but now they've also added in recaldent, which is essentially uh, derived from milk protein, right? And what that releases into the tooth, in addition to fluoride, is calcium and phosphate. So it's improving the enamel and making it even more acid resistant and more and less likely to develop caries. Okay, so you have the Recalin technology built into the glass anomer, um, mm -hmm. and the name of the name of that product is Triage. Triage EP. EP. So en enhanced protection. Enhanced protection. Mm -hmm. Recaldin, uh, it's CPPACP, which is casein phosphopeptide amorphous calcium phosphate, which is kind of a, a tongue twister. So yeah, re Recaldin is easier to, to say, but it is derived from casein, which of course is a milk protein. Um, and it releases calcium and phosphate, which enhances the enamel. So if you have a patient that comes in and you, do, you obviously decide to use triage EP uh, mm -hmm. on their deep grooves or whatever grooves they have on, the, on their teeth, how do you coordinate the use of MI paste for that child? Well, what, the MI the paste is uh, something that they use daily, um, ideally at least every night. So we'll have them brush and floss their teeth and then we have, it, have them apply it in addition. Um, so the example I like to give parents is that in Australia, it's called tooth mousse. <laughs> hmm. So right. I say kind of like you take a shower and you shampoo your hair, you know, mousse is the extra product that you put on after to, to enhance the volume, right? So, so likewise with the MI paste, it's something after you brush and floss your teeth, you're going to put it on like a lotion to your teeth to enhance the bioavailable calcium and phosphate in your saliva, which then enhances remineralization of your, of your enamel. Now, who does this normally in a pediatric practice? Does the dentist do all this? I know not the MI patient. Like recommending it? Yeah, well, both recommending it and also putting the sealant on. Yeah. Who handles that? Is it the dentist, the pediatric dentist, or is it well, the... Actually, it, it depends on your individual state uh, practice law. But in my practice, which is located in Arizona, I place sealants. My hygienist can place sealants and my dental assistants can all uh, place sealants. So... Uh, which is nice because <laughs> that 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 helps me, um, and it and it's helpful helpful to the children. And um, you know, a lot of uh, schools have sealant programs. So you know, there's actually a, a systematic review that was published in JADA in 2018 that looked at comparing resin versus glass animal sealant. And in that particular article, they recommended specifically glass ionomer sealant for, for school-based sealant programs. I kind of got off on a tangent there, but yeah, all of the above, <laughs> we yeah, can no, place no, that's sealants. Great. No, that's really good to know. Yeah. And we, you know, we, I think you've covered this very, very well, Dr. McLean, and we, we appreciate your time. What we like to get you on future podcasts, maybe to talk about SDF, silver diamine fluoride, which is yes, something that's that... my other passionate topic. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's fairly prevalently used in mm -hmm. pediatric practices, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And, yeah. and often, you know, I, I want to point out that I will use sealant in addition to uh, silver diamine fluoride. That's a misconception that some insurance companies have made as they think of SDF like a sealant. It's not a sealant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it does not provide a physical barrier. Yes, it can help uh, remineralization and carries a rest, but it's, it's a liquid that absorbs into the tooth. It's not a protective coating on top 
of the groove. So right, yeah, <clears throat> that ties yeah. into our sealant conversation. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So, well, thank you very much. And I, I know you have a busy day. In fact, just before we got on the, this uh, podcast with Dr. McLean, she was <laughs> trying to struggle to get into a, to get a pharmacist to accept an antibiotic. Uh, yeah. Which, which for some yep. reason, was some technical glitch. So we. Yep. We appreciate you pulling away from your busy practice, talking to us, and uh, we thank GC America. Yeah, we thank GC America as well. Thank you, Dr. Thank you so much.